0: Hello everybody, welcome to this Xbox Live episode 289, holy buckets, I am Mark, one of your hosts, Mark, also known as Wingman709 on Xbox Live. With me as always is my, well not always, because neither of these two clowns were here last week, but with me this week is my good buddy Rob.
1: Hey what's up everybody, (laughs) good to be back here, also known as pre on Xbox Live.
0: And also with us is Braun. Welcome back, Braun. Oh, thank you.
2: BJ Swift 33. I was trying to listen for music. I didn't hear any music, but I did hear your voice.
1: Uh-oh. That's that's better than music.
0: I guess as long as we hear the voice, I guess that's all that matters. So um, hopefully that bodes well all of us are being able to be heard. So, But yeah. welcome to this episode of This Xbox Life. Um, so you guys decided to grace us with your presence this week. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: You betcha I mean All things considered I much Would have rather To, to been On the show Than what I was actually doing Oh my goodness Yeah
0: So yeah, yeah You I'm had done, My man. other thing Was not a good time
1: So <laughs> It's good to be back here
0: And uh, Bron I, I hear you got uh You got a promo Huh
2: Yes Which I I meant to Put in Uh my email. Don't say anything yet.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, I meant on the show. I in here yes, you were promoted, you. right? Or to the you were promoted at the banana stand. Yes. <laughs> There's always money in the banana stand.
2: <laughs> I uh, like the T-shirt, man. Run, yeah. Run I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I, I I was hoping some of you guys would pick up on that.
0: So I got the blues. Original frozen banana. banana yep. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right, so let's move on. We apologize, being late. That is completely my fault. You um, know, it, it's all, all my fault. So these guys were waiting on me, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I've still got 40 minutes before we start recording." And they're like, "No, right now, <laughs> you're late." Um, so, anyways, you can uh, check out our website at thisxboxlife.com uh, if you. Uh, want to support the show, you can do that simply by doing your shopping at Amazon by using our affiliate link found on our main web page. Just click that. It'll take you to the appropriate Amazon store um, that is uh, related to where I guess you would be purchasing from. So if you're in Europe, it'll take you to the UK, Spain, Germany, Italy, or France store Um, for here in the US and Canada.
1: It'll take you to the proper one.
0: Um, So please uh, continue to do that. We really appreciate that. Yeah, and you don't
1: have to buy just electronics or Xbox accessories, games. You can buy anything on there. So Correct. So just to clarify that,
0: Pampers, hosiery, vitamins, um, vitamins, fish aquarium minutes. filters, <laughs> yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. I, buy my, I buy my filters through there. So.
1: Speaking of which, so did I. I just bought something about two weeks. Ago.
0: So anything you want. Yep. So we appreciate it. So let's jump into. What we've been playing as I queue up the videos that you guys have sent in this week. I get so excited for these
2: things. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be before you started playing these, like I would really put up the uh, chat window, but now I actually have the stream going so I can watch the uh, <laughs> user submitted videos.
0: <laughs> well, the first one, I, oh yeah, and this is the first video that's coming up that you'll see here. It's in Trials HD. This the name of the show this week was holy buckets and if you watched the if you were uh in our facebook group you would have seen i posted this video this week and um i i actually in this run you'll see me coming up here right here after this big elevator shoots me up my bike is right now going over and i did like this flip and roll and i thought i was going to crash and i didn't so i was like holy buckets i couldn't believe it i stayed alive so that kind of and then somebody posted in the group, they're like, quote of the week by Wingman, Holy Buckets. And a couple yep. people were joking about that. Um, so I'm like, all right, we're titling the show Holy Buckets this week. So, And then this oh. one, um, this next video you see, uh, this was awesome. There I hit my head on that beam. But right up here, we're going to jump into this, uh, right into this loop coming up. After this goes up right here, watch my head. It hits there, flips me, and I continued continued on through the loop. I was like, that was awesome. So I posted both those videos so you can hear the audio and my reaction on the Facebook group. But that's why this show is called Holy Buckets this week. So, <laughs> But anyways, uh, the rest of the community videos are coming up. And uh, let's see, who's up first? Uh, I guess Rob, you can tell us what you've been playing this week.
1: Sure. <clears throat> so uh, I played some... Wolf Among Us episode what three, I think it was because uh, this is from last week. Since I wasn't on uh, the show last week, I thought I would mention it this week. Uh, that show, I mean, that game is uh, pretty darn amazing. Because you played this one too, right, Wayne? Yes, I, think I that did. That question though. Uh, the, <laughs> yes, the story I did. is just phenomenal, and and the ending is like wow. It. Uh, it I went through like a little phase, maybe. Couple minutes before the ending, where I'm like, "Where's this thing going?" It's just, you know, we need some action. I got my action. <laughs> I got my action. I got my excitement, and then I didn't want it to end. It was like, "Oh, I knew it was coming to." But uh, yeah, that that game is just phenomenal. The, the story is just amazing, and uh, I'm actually starting to become interested in checking out the the Fables is the name of the comic book that uh, the show's based on. So I think I, I might check that out. <laughs> then uh, I started playing uh, a little bit of uh, Call of Duty: Ghosts. Started playing this on Xbox One finally, and uh, not much to say about that. Everybody, everybody pretty much knows about that game since so it's been around forever. And then also uh, did some more um, Lego Marvel with my son, and that that's. You know, pretty much a, a a fun little game it's got its annoyances that i've been mentioning past couple of shows in particular the disconnect problem that i've been having and we had a listener right in last week uh where he also had a similar type of issue in games and he holds down the the connect button on his controller so i tried that and what do you know it It actually does work. It actually does get me back into the game. It's a little bit of a delay. It takes maybe 15, 20, 30 seconds, something like that, before uh, you can actually do anything because the controller flashes for a while. But then you can get back into the game. However, LEGO Marvel, I think 50% of the time, just is jacked up anyway. Like uh, one time I was on top of the helicarrier when I went back into the game. I got back into the game uh, using this method. I got onto the elevator to go below the deck, and the elevator just kept going infinitely. Just We we sat there probably for at least two minutes, and we're like, what's going on with this? Thing? Anyway, so I think uh, there's issues with LEGO Marvel beyond that. But uh, we did finish the game, and now we're going back through in free play mode, trying to get some of the pieces, or some of the, the hidden items, and there's another annoyance I have with the game. I keep playing this Game but I'm annoyed to death uh, about it and for example in the first in the first level when you go back in free play one of the things that you need to get one of uh, uh, what they call them mini kits i think is the name because you need to collect 10 mini kits uh these are the collectibles in the game and one of them you need the character sandman which you're supposed to unlock Sandman when you complete the first level in the game when you're playing through in story mode. Yet, we've played through the entire game and I don't have Sandman. It's just really odd. Uh, so, I, I, I'm kind of wondering if my game's jacked up. But, uh, I mean, other than this, the game's pretty fun. I, I, I still enjoy it, although I'm starting to get more and more annoyed with it. But my son loves it, so well I'll keep playing it definitely, for sure. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's probably about it for now. Uh, How about you, Brun?
2: Well, I am working on my Crusader and Diablo 3, so I'm running through that. And then uh, that game I've mentioned before, Hearthstone, uh, I kind of, I don't know if I mentioned on here, but I said as soon as it came out on iPad, I was in trouble because that means I could just lay in my bed and play Hearthstone. (laughs) And uh, it came out on iPad on Thursday. So, I've been playing that like crazy as well. Uh-oh. Yeah, so that's about it. And I think tomorrow I might actually be um, Xbox uh, Live Silver. Oh, if my thing cuts out today. I just haven't been playing, so I haven't re-upped. And I'm kind of waiting for it to go on sale uh, somewhere, maybe on Amazon or something like that. So, before I pick it up... So <laughs> Wow, that's that's really all I've been playing you know of course Lent is finally over uh, Easter is here so now I can actually play games during the week my <laughs> wife might be mad at me <laughs> no <laughs> so <Might. laughs> so uh, no she's like oh so you're going to be playing during the week it, it's, it's kind of you know I don't see it picking up too much during the week uh, because it was so nice to have so much time to do other things um, but Uh, we'll see but that's all I got for this
0: week alrighty Um, this week I played a little game called Titanfall and uh, actually we had a confrontation if you will Um, the Horrible Gamers podcast threw out a challenge to the Mm. TXL community and uh, of course their whole podcast crew was on (coughs) playing sorry I got something in my throat guys um so I had to of course call on the community to help me out <laughs> since I know someone doesn't have an Xbox One and it looks like not Xbox Live Gold as of tomorrow. <laughs> and uh I don't know. Yeah. And someone <laughs> else is too busy uh playing uh Lego. So <laughs> but or worse uh... yet, at working. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Working working yeah. is for suckers. <laughs> so I, I did play against them. They they are not so horrible. Um, we're, we're horrible, <laughs> but I appreciate everybody that joined out. We actually did do six on six and, uh, actually had a couple people in reserve, um, waiting to play. And, uh, we played for well By the time we got everybody together, we, we were playing for about an hour and then, uh, everybody kind of bailed, but it was a fun time. I enjoyed playing with those guys. They seriously whooped our butt, but, uh. It was good times, By I think everybody pretty much enjoyed themselves. I uh, played some Rock Band 3 with my kids. Um, played. I went back to Borderlands 2. I downloaded uh, all that DLC that they had. There was like five Headhunter game packs, I guess. And they were like little pieces of DLC that originally were $3 a piece. Well, everything was on sale this week for like a buck and a half. So I went and downloaded all those, plus the final DLC, The Son of Cromorax, which was the full price of $3. Um, and I did... Four of them. I think I did the main, the old four that I hadn't done, and now I got the Son of Kromorax I need to do. Um, I can't get through the raid at Digistruct Peak or something like that. Um, I, I can't do that one by myself. I, it's just pretty brutal. So, and I'm also on Ultimate Vault Hunter mode, so everything is really hard. Um, but I'm trying to rank up. And so I got a couple things I can still do there, so I'm gonna hopefully get to the Cromorax this week and try to play that. And I played Trials Fusion a lot of Trials Fusion on Xbox One, as uh, as you guys can see some of the videos I posted. I think I posted one out there was like almost two hours long, um, and it was just like here you go, here's some random me going through some tracks so if anybody wants to just sit and see what some of the stuff's like I am not the best trials player Um, so you know it's it's in fact I was streaming the other day and I think I kept saying people are probably going to leave just because they're tired of me trying to get past this one spot Um, (laughs) because I was trying to like gold some of the levels and uh, you know then so if you wipe out once you got to restart from the beginning so I was working on doing that stuff and uh, you know so I did a lot of you know, trial and error. I think the name of the game should be called trial and error, not just trials. But uh, it is a fantastic. The game looks great. It is a lot of fun. It's just as frustrating as before, um, but it's a good kind of frustration, I think. Um, but what's neat about this one is they still have the skill games. They've got um, you know everything that you're used to. Uh, you can build your own tracks, but they've also added the ability to do tricks with your rider. And oh my gosh, that ramps up the difficulty because when you're trying to do those particular tracks, you'll like do a jump, right? And your bike is going to teeter. So you got to use the left stick to keep your rider or your bike, you know, to, pr- to land at the proper position But you got to use the right stick To move your rider like to stand up Or do a headstand or a superman Or you know and then you can wow. flip your bike But then you've got to get him back On the bike and you got to get the bike upright. And it's like oh my gosh I, My brain just doesn't work that way So I really struggled with those But it's <coughs> it's fun trying to pull off some of those stunts And you get big points for it if you can So it's really neat It's a really neat addition to the game But man did it amp up the difficulty Um, And then I also tried actually tried a new iPhone game called Trials Frontier. It's a free download um, and there's actually, you can unlock stuff in Trials Fusion if you like gold, metal, certain tracks on the iPhone. A a certain track on the Fusion version it gives you some unlocks for the game, but um, that's, yeah, I bought, be careful with Trials Frontier. If you get frustrated with Trials, you probably don't want to play Frontier because I almost threw my phone. (laughs) Oh, nice. I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's my phone. (laughs) I'll just quit playing the game. (laughs) But... (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, so frustrating. I was on one track. I kept doing it over and over and over, and I'm actually racing against an AI guy. And you have to beat him to clear the track. And it's like I'd always do some one stupid move, and it's like sometimes I'm holding the the gas pedal all the way, and all of a sudden it's like it just doesn't register your thumb is pressing on it anymore, so all of a sudden your bike just slows right. down. I'm like, oh, you're killing me, you know? So I'm like, I could have had that one, so – yeah, it adds a whole new level of frustration to trials just with the controls. Um so be careful, don't throw your iPad, iPhone, Android device, you know, Surface, whatever, whatever you're playing it on, be careful. <laughs> so but that's it. That's what I did this week. So um cool. I guess we can go ahead and move on to our topics.
1: All right, let's do this. So April 15th was tax day in the United States and also uh, it was a uh, pretty big update for Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. So, this was uh, a couple days ago. I'm sure a lot of people have this thing already. Uh, basically, uh, in this, Dr. Zomboss, Zombos, which is the boss of the zombies, receives a communication from his minions that a hidden cactus army is growing beneath the desert. And uh, he decides to fly his blimp mm-hmm. to the desert to investigate and then uh uh all sorts of craziness ensues. cactus canyon the new map uh ends with uh a great garden and graveyards finale hmm it's, that's our game isn't it gardens and graveyards? no
0: there's that's a game mode
1: yeah
0: yeah that's a, that's I, I one of the of modes that
1: old game from uh old 8 bit days i forget what that thing was called anyway uh but uh, the most noteworthy addition comes in the form of new character variants, uh, one for each class in both plant and zombie factions. And uh, let's see here. Um, aiming the pea shooter's projectiles, uh, which have a slight arc to them, is a bit uh, tough, I guess. Uh, the new Law P variant, it's kind of an unusual name, uh, wields a six-shooter that fires as quickly as you can pull the trigger. This that's kind of good. <laughs> the Armored Chomper uh, is even slower than the standard variant, but it has tons of health, and it doesn't need to sneak up on enemies to be super effective and soaking of bullets and uh, (laughs) charging can be a decent tactic and it draws fire from uh, uh, your more fragile teammates. Okay, And um, the new uh, Zomboss Dawn map uh, looks like it's a collection of different environments that encourage different ways to fight. The first segment starts uh, in the shell of Zamboss's crashed blimp. I guess uh, that blimp didn't have a very good uh, flight there. Uh, then near the end of the level, it opens up into a huge mini golf course with plenty of wide open areas for longer range engagements the gardens and graveyards map wouldn't be complete without a great finale and uh, that's definitely the case here on the golf course is a giant golf ball on wheels the ball is a bomb of course and the zombies need to push it into a hole to destroy the cactus army the more zombies there are near the ball the faster it moves deciding on how many bodies to commit to moving the bomb is a strategic decision and uh, all-star zombies behind the ball and covering them from afar can be a really good tactic. So, Zomboss down includes 200 new customization items across all classes and increases the level cap from 20 to 30 and it costs nothing. Mm. Then, uh, It's now possible also to earn points for all kinds of actions, meaning you don't have to be a death machine to stay competitive. So uh, that's the lowdown on this thing and uh, I'm sure that the the fans of of this game, Plants vs. Zombies, Guard Warfare, I'm sure they already have it by now. And if you haven't heard, go get it today.
0: I need to go get this one. I haven't played that. I'll, Plants vs. Zombies is a blast, guys. It is a lot of fun. <clears throat> so I need to grab this DLC for sure. Good stuff. Cool? Yep. Alright, brood.
2: All right, uh, Telltale, um, basically in the latest OXM, Telltale, Telltale, uh, shed some light on Tales from the Borderlands. So we already kind of knew that there was two protagonists going on. Um, here, it, in what I'm reading here, I believe it's actually from IGN talking about OXM. Um, it said that, you know, from... from the very beginning they already have you making a choice. It's like right right off the bat. Um so what it is is you know the game starts out and you see an open open briefcase of money in front of you and, and a man is violently ill and your first choice is what do you do? Do you help the man or do you take the money? So um that's kinda like, you know, kicks it off right from the start. Um in the game you Will be uh, the auto, like the story will automatically because we were, uh, you know, I think we talked about this a month ago, maybe. Like, how um, were the two characters going to be played because you weren't really vault hunters? You're, you know, one was a car, con artist and one's just like, a, I believe, a, a worker, Hyperion workers, so what it says in, says in here. And uh, what they do is that during the story, the story is going to automatically switch you between. uh, The two characters at predetermined moments. Um, So you'll often see the same events um, and from like each point of view, say. So I, I, you know, we've, I think there's been a couple games out there that's done things like that where you kind of replay the same thing. But uh, so um, the story goes, you know, the article goes on Um, trying to kind of skim through it. I didn't have time to go through this earlier. But, um, Why not? Couple... I was late. I, I, gave, I gave
0: you 40 minutes to read it. It <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, uh, says, so what we're trying to do is use money in the game as uh, agency. For example, if you don't take the cash in the opening scenario, your options might be limited in later conversation uh, thanks to your lack of funds. Uh, greed is something that Telltale aims to really entice the player uh, within Tales from the Borderlands. what also interesting uh, is that OXM learned that the unlocks in Telltale game will somehow communicate um, with other proper Borderlands, with the other proper Borderlands game, although which ones and which capacity still remains to be seen. So it looks like they're trying to interact the two games between, between each other, which is interesting. I don't think we knew anything about that until now, so what seems pretty cool,
0: but are you guys gonna be picking this up? yes, okay even right, though right I'm, from the beginning. Even though I'm concerned, but it's borderlands I have to i'm I love borderlands, but it I still am i I don't know what to think because I just don't see that i mean if they're if this is gonna be like the wolf among us and walking dead then First of all, I think I'm going to end up getting kind of burned out on those mm-hmm. types of games when I'm already involved in the other two. Um, and I just don't see it's it. I don't know. It's just going to be weird. I mean, it's just stories from Borderlands in a different type of game format, but I don't know if it's going to be near as fun because Borderlands, what makes it so much fun is the shooting and the looting and the, you know, the story is good and funny and the characters, but you know this is gonna be more story with very little gameplay if it's anything like the other two, right, so I mean, you gotta admit, even like Rob, I mean, didn't you think the current wolf among us is you really didn't do much at all? There was very yeah, little it was that we did a story, yeah, I mean, it, and that's was... even even the last uh Walking Dead was the same way, I'm like. Okay, it was like 2 hours long, but I think I only had really about 5 minutes of actual gameplay. Otherwise, you're just sitting there listening and watching. So, I don't know what to make of it, but I will get it. I definitely will get it, but I'm a little not sure what to think of it.
2: Yeah. And I mean, uh, the article mentions that there's going to be several um co-characters, I guess. Um I don't you don't really get to play them, but it's like, you know, some Sidekicks, let's say that's going to be going along with you. Um, maybe at certain points. Uh, still no release date and still no price. So, but that's all we uh, all we have on that.
0: Alrighty. So, still with more Borderlands Two information. I mentioned earlier about the Son of Cromerax. This is the final Borderlands Two DLC. Uh, it's called. Sir Hammerlock and the Son of Cromorax This came out this past week This is the fifth and final Headhunter DLC And uh, this will basically See Sir Hammerlock inviting Brick Mordecai and Lilith along For a tropical getaway on a wham-bam island At first everything appears peaceful as Sir Hammerlock Shows off his homemade brew And talks about the latest in Varkid tracking That is until tragedy strikes of course, that just means a big, large beast has snatched Hammerlock in the middle of telling a story and hauled him underground. Fortunately, Crazy Earl and Mordecai are on hand to help recover the moustached colleague, provided you do a few favors for them first. A couple fetch quests, you know. Um, so the DLC builds with a battle with Cromerax Jr., the son of Cromerax from the Secret Army of General Knox's DLC from the original Borderlands game. Players who defeat the boss get the honor of wearing his head shrunk down to fit around the player's neck. That's kind of cool. Additionally, each character gets a beach-themed skin, including Axton wearing an 80s Aloha shirt and a certain du- uh, dual-gun-wielding Vault Hunter prepping for a wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> uh, the DLC is available for 3 bucks, and is available now. So, if anybody is got has this or wants to run through it, in co-op, hit me. You know, let me know. Shoot me a message. I'll be happy to run through this this week. These things are short. Um, I'm sure. Uh, I actually started this one, and I, I, like, couldn't get very far in the very beginning. It uh, seems to be a little tougher than the others. The other four I did, I did all on my own, and this one, I was getting my butt handed to me right away. But, um, but if you know, if you want to do it in ultimate vault hunter mode, and uh, hit me up. Hit me up. I will go through this this week with you. That is it.
1: Okay, early last, early last week uh, in, uh, what, uh, April, Monday, April 14th, I believe, was the date uh, a new update started rolling out for Xbox One. This was the long-rumored and fabled April update, as it is April, and it's an update, so those two go together. And what this update holds for everybody is everybody's gotten it over is uh, a couple of things including game and saves and updates. Uh, a game save progress bar will show you the status of your game saves you'll also be able to easily tell what games and apps are being updated or have been updated recently. Now, this is one thing that I like because I like to see what's going on in the system I-, I like to know that something's going on in the background then moving on to friends improvements notifications are going to be added uh, When favorites and friends sign into Xbox Live. This was one of the most frequently requested features, so Microsoft made it a priority to include it in the April update. Also, friends who are in multiplayer will be identified in the friends list. Then connect voice and motion improvements are going to continue to fine-tune uh, for quality and reliability of Xbox One commands. As an example, they've included uh, some of the gesture functionality to reduce false positives on non-hand objects triggering gesture commands. Then uh, improved game DVR video quality. Uh, there's some uh, compression algorithm improvements in that. Blue Ray player supports 50 hertz video output. For content recorded at 50 hertz, I believe this uh, mainly affects our uh, our European friends there, because I believe PAL is what 50 hertz. I'm sure, those TVs are 50 hertz or something out there. Anyway, uh, they'll also be updating the Blu-ray player app in the coming uh, days if they haven't already to round out some of these improvements. Uh, controller and headset adapter firmware updates uh, will reduce the audio static and improve wireless connectivity. Now, A uh, hey Wayne, did you do this update to your controller? Oh, yeah. Didn't it seem to take a lot longer than that first one? Least uh, it did to me. It seemed like it took forever.
0: I don't know. It takes a bit. I thought they've all kind of taken a little bit.
1: If you're sitting there staring at it, waiting for it to complete, I guess it seems like it takes a long time. The trick to finally, that is,
0: I think the trick to those control updates is make sure that you do not move it. Set that thing down. Don't hold it in your hand. Because it does tell you to not move the controller. And I know the one time back I was just holding it. And um, and when I did that, I had all kinds of problems where I would just get like disconnected. Like the controller would disconnect from the game or all of a sudden like it wasn't responding right. So I actually redid another update to it. And then that solved the problem. So, and then when I redid it, I set the controller down, so you know I wasn't holding it at all and moving. So I know other people have said they've had problems with like their controller disconnecting, or all of a sudden it's like just you're spinning or something, you don't have control over it. Do another system update and set that sucker down, (laughs) because I think it's updating like, and I think the reason they say don't move it is like the um, what are those not a potentiometer, but like a the accelerometers and the rumble triggers and you know all the different things that are in there so it could throw it off if you're moving it around and it's not sitting Maybe. balanced.
1: Maybe I should redo mine then. Because yeah, I was it holding be. it the entire time. Hmm. So I, I've had better anyway,
0: luck and... I never had a disconnect after I redid it and I let let it sit on the table. So yeah. while well, it did it.
1: It can hurt. If anything it makes it's got the placebo effect that way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think that it's better, and sometimes that's worth its weight in gold. Exactly. So then, uh, finally, the last thing for the for the April update is silent reboot after system updates and system update on demand now available. If your console is in instant on mode, which probably most people's are, the update will happen automatically and return to standby upon completion. This means you won't need to power your console. Uh, after an update moving forward. If you want to take future updates when available without waiting for your console to do it on its own, they've added uh, this option under system settings and you'll be able to use it on the next update. It'll only show as available when there is an update. So there you have it, that's the April update. Um, And We've had now a March update and an April update. I'm really wondering if there's gonna be a May update. Probably. Mm,
0: there was an email I got from Microsoft because I'm in the beta program and they thanked everybody for that yeah. and said they're already working on the next one, the next batch of updates. So they said the they said all of us in the preview program will probably see a new update here shortly. So, oh wow. Okay. They're continuing to work on it, which they need to. Yeah. It's like yeah. the more I use this thing, the more frustrated I get at it with all the all these little things just keep adding up. But I won't even go on the rant today, so... I'll (laughs) save that for another show. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, so that's it. Over to you, Brun.
2: Alright. So, you know, everybody heard this series called Halo? Um, So, um, Marty O'Donnell, who was a composer on uh, the soundtracks for Halo, uh, tweeted on... The sixteenth of April that Bungie terminated him without cause Whoops. on April eleventh. So yeah, so the big thing is is like, I'm sa- uh, his tweet was I'm saddened to say that Bungie's board of directors terminated me without cause on April eleventh, twenty fourteen. So um, everybody was just like, oh, what's going on? Because supposedly he was working on some of the audio for um, Destiny. Destiny as well. Yeah. And now on Bungie's website, and I just uh, posted uh, the link to Bungie's thing uh, in our chat window there, but um, there said uh, that the title is those, or, There Are Those Who Said This Day Would Never Come offers a brief farewell to the 14-year studio veteran. It says, for more than a decade, Marty O'Donnell filled our worlds with unfor- unforgettable sounds and soundtracks and left an... Uh, Indelible mark on our fans. Um, today, as friends, we say goodbye. We know what our, uh, see wherever his journey takes him. We uh, will always have a bright and hopeful. Hope he has a bright and hopeful future. So, they wish him luck on his future endeavors. So, you know, I am always a big fan of the of the Halo music and stuff like that. So, I imagine Destiny probably, if any, of his works in Destiny, then it'll probably be good as well anything I can think of as far as them terminating him is just he was done with his part on Destiny and they weren't going to use him anymore and let him go hmm. so but
0: there's uh, probably think there's probably some I'm figuring there's some uh, creative differences or something going on yeah you know and yeah. they just said see ya
2: yeah you never know, maybe Microsoft will, or, you know, 343 will sweep in and pick him up or something for the next Halo. Uh,
0: I, I know I was listening to another show and they were talking about that very thing. And mm-hmm. You know, because I was thinking the same thing. But then again, they already have somebody True. who's doing it and did a very good job with Halo 4. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're kind of like, if he's doing a great job and the game sold well and the music was good, do you really need to replace that guy. And nope. then pay this guy even more money, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting, but he'll definitely end up somewhere. So, yeah. without a doubt, doing something, whether it's video games or not, he's he's done some amazing music. So, wish him all the best. Yep. All right. Now, on to a real musician. That's right, dog. D-O-W-G. Whoops! <laughs> Uh-oh! Did I just skip stories?
2: <clears throat> no.
0: Oh, I got the wrong image up on the screen. Oh boy! Did I miss a story? Oh, somehow that one's out of place. So now there he is. That's Snoop. The Snoop the D O W G. Anyways, Call of Duty. I know everybody loves to hate Call of Duty. Um, and I, you guys got to go see this video. I wish I I wanted to play the audio here, but. Um, I, I I probably should. I should just take a minute and a half out so we can just play this. But the uh, Infinity Ward is launching DLC for Call of Duty: Ghosts on Xbox platforms. that will add narration to multiplayer matches by the one and only Snoop Dogg. As you terrorize the battlefield, Snoop becomes your own personal hype man. And you know it's 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 funny, dude. I really liked it when I when I listened to this video. And the stuff he would say, and it's all in his terminology, his language, the way he'd say it, you know, and it it was funny, man, I was cracking up, so I, I don't know, I, I you guys gotta go out and see this video, I will post, in fact I'll do it right now, I'll post the link um, to our Facebook, right to the YouTube, so you guys can check it out, after our show, of course, is over, but uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it, it's I think it's kind of cool, something unique coming to the game, so uh, this will launch April 22nd, which is uh, this Tuesday. So, cool. All
1: That's right. Uh, NPD numbers uh, were announced. And uh, Yusuf Mehdi wrote a neat little letter, article, whatever, uh, where he said uh, I'm going to read the whole thing because it's actually kind of cool here. Uh, the team and I had the honor of joining thousands of you in Austin, Texas and Southwest this past March as you waited in line for the Titanfall launch on Xbox One. We were blown away by your passion and enthusiasm on launch night and since then, it's been exciting to see gamers around the world playing Titanfall on Xbox Live. Today we congratulate our friends at Respawn Entertainment and Electronic Arts as Titanfall for Xbox One was named the number one selling game in March, according to the NPD Group uh, figures released today. We're also happy to share today that more than 5 million Xbox One consoles have been sold in into retailers since our launch. New Generation is off to a really strong start with global X1, X, X, Xbox One sales, outpacing Xbox 360 by more than 60% percent at the same point in time a true testament to your love of console gaming even more important to us is how much fun you're having on xbox one it's amazing that xbox one fans are spending an average of five hours per day on xbox one and collectively have totaled more than one billion hours of time spent in games and apps on the console that's just incredible Uh, we're also thrilled to see your use and enjoyment of the latest features and apps we have released as part of our regular system updates. In particular, we broke our new usage records with a number of unique Twitch broadcasters in the first week of availability. Of course, we're getting started with this generation and the months ahead will bring We're just getting started with this generation, and the months ahead will bring several announcements we think you'll love. The team will continue to deliver uh, regular improvements and new features based on your feedback through frequent system updates. Many more games are on the way, and titles like Sunset Overdrive and Project Spark, and many new games coming to Xbox One through the ID at Xbox program, and many more entertainment experiences. We can't wait to share more games with you in June at E3. We're, we are grateful for your support of the Xbox One and continued popularity of Xbox 360. We're going to continue working hard to earn your loyalty and making Xbox the best place to play games. So that was, that was kind of neat. Uh, then going on to the actual numbers, Xbox One uh, is selling uh, pretty strong with 311,000 units sold in the U.S. in March which uh, again surpassed the 360 sales by more than 60% at the same point in time so I would believe what that's probably month six five or six or four anyway something like that Xbox 360 continues to grow its install base with 111,000 units sold in March in the US more than any other seventh-generation console Xbox one continues to see improvements or impressive uh software sales with an average of 2.9 games sold per console. Now, do you guys remember this number from before? I think it's going up, wasn't it? 2.7 before?
0: I don't remember for this generation. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I think it was uh, a little bit less, so uh people are definitely buying more titles and 2.9 yeah, like, games I got like 13. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you you're bumping that, you're bumping that curve up. <laughs> I want to say, I remember hearing something like the Wii had, like one point something titles sold for it, but that's the Wii. Anyway, uh, move uh, with uh, Xbox One and 360 combined, Xbox platforms sold the most games across all consoles, or all console platforms, with 4.1 million games sold. Xbox One sold 1.4 million games in March, and 360 sold 2.7 million, totaling 49% of the total software market share. Wow, that's, that's pretty sweet. And then uh, during the month of March, Xbox One and 360 games in the top 10 title lists were as follows. Xbox One held four top titles in the generation eight top 10 console uh, game title list in the US, including Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, Call of Duty Ghosts, Metal Gear Solid 4, Ground Zeroes, and Titanfall. 360 held six titles, uh, which include Minecraft, Dark Souls 2, Lego Movie Video Game, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, Call of Duty Ghosts, and South Park, The Stick of Truth. So uh, there you have it. That's the numbers as of uh, March 2014, and uh, we'll we'll see how uh, April compares to these. Whether they go up or down or who knows what.
0: Okay, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in a little question here. We're okay. gonna be a little. Mm-hmm. gonna take a side here. Gonna take a moment because we got some time. Um, there's talk we've talked before about pricing, about will Microsoft do a price drop at E3? Um, now. Obviously the Xbox One is selling very well at 5 million sold. Oh yeah. It's outsold, it's it's pay, it's outpaced the two other Xbox consoles prior to it. Um so I mean it would look like they wouldn't need to do a price drop, correct? I mean we I mean it's selling like crazy, right? Would would you uh, guys say with that inform just that information right there that they're probably going to be able to hold that for a while, right?
1: Well, they could get it to sell crazier. Well, I'm just or, I'm just
0: <laughs> saying the numbers are I good. They're, they're selling so. better than ever before. You wouldn't see a need for a price drop, right?
2: It all depends if they're if they if they want to continue to if they're okay with just beating themselves. And when I say beating, I mean <laughs> it in a good way. You're 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 getting yeah, you're getting <laughs> ahead of me, Bron. <laughs> okay, sorry,
0: sorry. That's where I'm headed, So, but with that. Mm-hmm. So if Microsoft is saying, we've, we're doing better than we've ever done before, this thing is doing great, we're so appreciative of the community, just based on that, and the fact that they are very pleased with what they're selling, I would say they could probably hold that price. Now, the question comes in, is Sony also announced they've sold $7 million since launch and they only launched a week ahead of time and they are in more markets and I don't know when Xbox They're is ever gonna more. get out to more markets um, I, think gonna, I think that's I gonna I think that's gonna that's hurting them but if see this is where it the question comes in and I guess this is my question to you guys I I don't think Microsoft is going to personally I don't think they'll drop the price at e3 maybe next holiday, but I don't think they'll even drop the price. Then I think they'll do what they've done is throw in a free game or something like that. Maybe they'll, you know, but I think the price is going to stay um, because they're being financially, they're being successful. They It's, it's, it's very successful. It's better than the previous console, which was better than the one before that. Um, and, so I don't think that there really needs to be From that aspect, their success Now, if they go If they get into the whole Well, we can't stand to be number two We have to be number one You know, if that is what's going to drive them Then, yeah, they'll probably do a price cut But I think that has a negative effect Yeah, you might sell more if you can get your price down But then it also Sony's going to play it off as Oh, look we beat them, you know. It's it's going to be, they're gonna just play the, they're gonna spin that, PR wheel and still attack Microsoft because oh well you already had to drop your price type of thing, and I think Brian mentioned it before Sony's increasing the price of theirs, in other countries, um, Canada's price went up I think it was fifty dollars, yeah, and then and then ten dollars for the each game, so. Yeah. That's why I kind of don't expect to see the Xbox have to do a price cut, but well, it, I that's I mean part- if they would, yeah, it, it, if they would
2: have to if they would permanently drop their price down, because the thing is you can find it on sale, you know, as a price drop anywhere. But if they would knock the price off of it and Sony would come back and be like, oh yeah, you already had to lower your price, they could say, well, it's because, you know, we want people to actually. You know, maybe we did price a little high and we're just making it more available for, for gamers who want to play games seeing that we actually have games out. <laughs> you know, they, they can yeah. turn around and play it that way. And then, and, and like, the MPDs that, he, you know, Rob just rattled off, it's like, you know, they're doing a lot of combinations with the 360 and the Xbox One, and that's because they're just trying to spin it to make it, you know, look good. Each company's spinning it, you know, the way they want. Right. But... You know that's why the, your question is such a good question. It's like, yeah, they could keep it there if they just want to say we're beating the 360 and we're beating the Xbox. You know, but if and, they and they're successful;
0: say, they're making money. If if they, because that's aw. the thing, if they cut the price, do mm-hmm. they now start to lose money? Nope. And uh, what's the risk reward there? You yeah, know. But, so I think if I hope that they just keep it like. Don't buy into the hype. I think I think if they follow this whole, well, we've got a Sony's beating us, beating us, and that's in the press, yeah, you, you don't want that all the time, but if you're more successful than before, is it really a bad thing? Because it's not a sprint, it is a marathon, and mm. both companies are going to end up being very successful. Does it really matter who's outsold the other one?
2: Not, not, not to me. I mean, the whole console war thing has just got me so you know fed up you know because each company could just say whatever you know you can say whatever you want yeah and that's like when we were talking about the e3 it's like i just want to see the people come out in e3 and i want to see neither company talk about the other right talk about yourself keep keep the words to yourself because they just just go on and on and on about it tell me what you can do
0: not what the other guy can't do
2: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, because right now, Sony's catching a bunch of heat right now because they just, with their delays and, and things like that, they, they just don't want, you know, they released Second Sun, which sold great. I mean, I guess it sold a couple a couple million, like two or three million, mm-hmm. but then somebody said, well, oh yeah, that's very successful, but you do realize that's only one, per, one point something percent of all PS4 owners, and I'm just like, well, what else are the PS4 owners doing? like are they playing games like if you want to talk about you know microsoft's all about throwing out like hey you've played this many hours of games and you've done this and that i would like to see sony's cuz really sony comes out and says we sold 7 million playstation 4s and that's kind of all they're saying and now are they doing that because they're getting beat in everything else or you, you just you just don't know yeah don't so they're only going to talk up the good stuff, and they're going to leave out the bad stuff. So,
0: And you know, know that. that they passed on Titanfall? Oh, did they? Sony passed. They didn't want Respawn needed um, dev kits for the mm-hmm. next gen, and Sony wouldn't give them up. They wouldn't give the Respawn any information. So what they wanted Respawn to do was to make a game for the Vita. Oh. That's that's why it's not on a on PlayStation. Yeah, that I that guess. article came out this week. Um I don't I guess I don't have it to talk about, do I?
2: Whoever made that decision has to be fired.
0: <laughs>
2: has to has to be looking for a job.
0: It's yeah, going I, to be
2: him and a composer for Bungie looking for jobs
0: yeah and i guess at some point it it got i mean microsoft actually stepped in and provided financial support to get this game made because it almost didn't get made because of all the lawyers and all the f- legal fees that that respawn was fighting with activision mm. uh they 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 almost didn't make it and they they uh, i guess ea went to microsoft and um after sony said no uh, Microsoft. They went to them, and Microsoft said, "Yeah, let's do this." And that's why it's exclusive to them because Microsoft is the only reason this game is still around. And oh, thank goodness they did. <laughs> yeah, and and
2: the the other thing I wanted to to say, like uh, about the games and stuff like that, is I think both consoles are are okay with the number of games that are coming out. You know. Sony's had a couple delays, which I think is hurting them. And also, um, Watch Dogs being delayed kind of hurt them more than it hurt Xbox because Xbox had another game coming down the line. Um, Titanfall. Like Titanfall. Like Titanfall. Yeah, they, it, it was Titanfall versus Infamous Second Son. I mean, Titanfall destroyed, obviously. Yep. And, um, but the one thing is, is I like... Certain indie game, like I like, I don't mind indie games. I have nothing about against indie games, but to sit there and say that our console is a-ok because we have a bunch of indie games, just stop making excuses at that point. And and, and I'm not saying you need all triple-A titles on both consoles, or you know, if Xbox has a an indie game like you know Trials, let's say Trials is an indie game, you, you know, yeah, you'll have those one or two, but sit there and. Say, oh, our our consoles doing fine because we have sixty indie games coming out this month. I I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just you can't survive on indie games, no matter what console you are, Xbox or Sony. But all right, then.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: Is it actually my? T- it's actually my turn, though, right? Oh, is it?
0: I yeah. yeah. I just wanted to ask that. Just <laughs> was curious what you guys thought. So. Good question. Cool.
2: Um. So there's this amazing game called The Amazing Spider-Man Two, um, made actually by Activision. You're talking about Activision a second ago. So uh, this game is coming out on. Um, actually, it's coming out this Tuesday, on April twenty no. ninth. Okay, no, April twenty next, next so. week. yeah. Yep. April twenty ninth. It's coming out for PlayStation Four, PlayStation Three, Nintendo Wii, U. Uh, Nintendo 3D S PC, Xbox three sixty, and not the Xbox one. <laughs> so no idea why. They haven't stated why. People are in spe- you know, people are speculating it's because it can't run at ten eighty P.
0: Oh, dude, I'm so tired not... of hearing that.
2: <laughs> you know what? People would they okay,
0: Activision. They're a
2: company that I, I think they they love money. I I'm just I'm not hundred percent sure. <laughs> They would never no. release a game year after year after year um, because they don't like money. Um, it's <laughs> got to be something major. It's Even if it ran at 720p, they would release it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not going to not release it because it doesn't run at 1080p. And, and, and actually, last week, I think they mentioned that uh, the game is running at 1080p at 30 frames a second. There's actually a couple games coming out. I've heard that they're running at 1080p, 30 frames a second on both systems. So something's changed. Um, I don't know if it's Ubisoft. I think they're Ubisoft. It's an Ubisoft game. Maybe they can just do it. No other developers can. I don't know. But um, yeah, Activision is not going to hold a game back from a system because it doesn't run in 1080p. So I'm gonna roll that one out. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's just something's something's major majorly you know, is broken with it, which is kind of interesting you
0: and why have, why only on one system
2: i i I don't know <laughs> i I have yeah. no idea it's not like it can't be the architecture it'd have to be the o s would be my guess maybe maybe Microsoft's monthly updates that they are doing is causing testing problems testing issues with uh, certain games. I I don't know. Because that does happen in the development world. You know, being a developer, when you have things that are changing constantly like that, you know, if Windows or or, or IIS or Visual Studio was pushing out updates every 20 days or something like that and I was trying to release a website, you know, that causes problems because I have to do regression testing all the time and it's just a testing loop forever. So, but, uh, yeah. So, if anybody's looking forward to the the amazing Spider Man 2, you're going to have to wait if you want it on Xbox One. So, no uh, no timetable when it's going to hit.
0: Weird.
1: Yeah. This yes, oh. is
0: Alrighty. So, we talked about Respawn Entertainment, uh, makers of Titanfall. They are planning to improve their update tempo for future improvements to Titanfall, upping the frequency of announcements related to updates as well as the patches themselves. Game director Steve Fukuda broke down the developer's update plans in a recent blog, noting that one part of the game's updates will tend to the garden and keep the weeds out, Um, such as last week's changes to the game's Gooser challenge, which that was... everybody was happy about that change. Uh, Probably except for the people that had already made that challenge complete. Uh, Fukuda also discussed both convenience and infrastructural features, the former making life more pleasant for players in the game. Future convenience feature additions to Titanfall include the ability to rename custom loadouts and set custom loadouts specific to each of the game's modes. Infrastructural additions include items like private online match mode, which we have we got last week, and that's what we uh, played against uh, the HTP team. Whenever possible, we want to get these kind of features out early in beta form in order to get your feedback and arrive at the best possible results through multiple iterations. Uh, Fakuda wrote of the infrastructural features, he added that tangible content for Titanfall is on the way, including new maps, game modes, a new burn card set, and nose art insignias for those that want to customize their Titans. Bacon skin! That's what, <laughs> that's what I want. <laughs> on a bacon skin Titan, that would be cool. Be so... Nice. But that is it, so we should get more frequent uh, updates uh, for Titanfall from Respawn. Cool. Alright.
1: All right. IGN came out with uh, a list of games that are going to be out at E3 2014. This E3 is uh, coming up, what, in about six weeks or so? So it's going to be here before we know it. And uh, I guess we can go through a a little bit of a list here on the titles that are going to be appearing on the 360 and Xbox One. And then also uh, if the game has been confirmed uh, as being on there. So uh, I'll just go through this list alphabetically. So Sega's releasing Alien Isolation. This is out for 360 and Xbox One. And yes, it is confirmed. Uh, Xbox 360 has Assassin's Creed Comet. And then also Xbox uh, One has Assassin's Creed Unity, uh, Batman Arkham Knight uh, for Xbox One. Uh, and again, uh, except for that first one, none of these have been confirmed. So the Assassin's Creed and the Batman Arkham Knight have not been confirmed yet. And that's just um, Battlef-
0: for confirmed for appearance at E3, so... Right, yeah, right. right.
1: Not that it exists. I'm, I'm
0: sure we'll see them, they just that's haven't been confirmed right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So Battlefield 5 uh, platforms to be announced, but we, I guess we can uh, pretty much expect it uh, across the board, and no, it has not been confirmed. Below from uh, Capybara for Xbox One and PC, uh, this is one that I'm looking forward to in particular, uh, although it hasn't been confirmed to be appearing. Borderlands, the pre-sequel uh, for Xbox 360. Uh, not confirmed. Call of Duty uh, to be announced. Platforms, again, you can pretty much assume across the board. And yes, this one has been confirmed. Uh, Civilization, well, nope, 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 that's uh, that's a little title for the PC. Looks kind of interesting, but uh, not for this show. Uh, Defense Grid 2, this is a title that was out on, or Defense Grid was out on Xbox 360. Uh, Defense Grid 2 is going to be out uh, for Xbox One. Uh, not sure on if it's confirmed or not on that one. Destiny uh, is confirmed and but uh, for both 360 and Xbox one. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, both for Xbox one and 360 not confirmed. The evil within from Bethesda, again for 360 and Xbox one, not confirmed. Evolve for Xbox one, not confirmed. This one uh, is that interesting looking one where what is it four on one? Yeah. Something like that. Four humans against, uh, well, five
0: players, but one player takes on as a monster, yeah, against the other four players.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, Far Cry 4, Ubisoft, uh, to be determined, as for the consoles, again, probably uh, across the board, and that and not confirmed. The Game of Thrones Telltale series, Uh, to be determined consoles. Uh, I'd like to see some of this stuff start start to show up for Xbox One, personally. But uh, we'll see if that comes out for the one. Uh, Gears of War 4, uh, again, Microsoft only title, uh, not confirmed yet. Halo 5 for Xbox One, not confirmed. Then, moving on down, Kingdom Come Deliverance for Xbox One, not confirmed. Kingdom Hearts 3, Xbox One, not confirmed. Mad Max, both uh, 360 and Xbox One, not confirmed. Mass Effect 4. Oh, yeah. We'll see this one. We'll see what this is for. Hopefully across the board. Uh, Metal Gear Solid, The Phantom Pain, Xbox 360 and Xbox One, not confirmed. Uh, Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor. 360 and Xbox One not confirmed. That game Mirror's good. Edge 2 which one? Middle, Middle Earth.
0: Earth, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Then uh, Mirror's Edge 2 for Xbox One. I'm actually looking forward to this one because as, uh, as m- much as the frustration factor was high in the first one, <laughs> I still like the game so I'm looking forward <laughs> to this. Then uh, going down Project Spark 360 and Xbox One not confirmed. I imagine this would be the final release. As it's in beta right now, Quantum Break for Xbox
0: One. <laughs> Hello, yeah, he I think we're cut with, off. I think we lost him. So, all right, oh, I'll, con- no. I'll continue in case he comes. If he comes back, he can go on. But Quantum Break, yeah, he's gone. Quantum hmm. Break for Xbox One, uh, not confirmed. Um let's see. We go down to Star Wars Battlefront for Xbox One, not confirmed. Star Wars a uh, project being done by Visceral uh, to be announced for which platforms, it's not confirmed. Uh Sunset Overdrive for Xbox One is not confirmed, but I'm pretty sure we'll see that. I would hope at this point. Tales from the Borderland to be announced uh, for which platforms, but not confirmed at E3. The Tom Clancy's a division. Oh, I so badly want to see more on this game. Yeah. Uh this is Xbox here. One, not confirmed. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter four, uh, for the three sixty. This is confirmed, so we will see some information on this game. And the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt for Xbox One, it is not confirmed. Wolfenstein, the new order, Xbox One and 360, not confirmed, and then WWE two K fifteen to be announced. Um, not confirmed. So this list is going to continue to grow, and we'll probably probably try to look at it every maybe every week or two, and just update with you guys with anything that has been confirmed that we're going to see at E3. But it's it's a good list. I'll actually post it in the uh, party chat, um, so you guys can bookmark that page if you want as E3 updates or as IGN updates it. But uh, as it is, I'm sure we'll probably hear about most of the stuff on there. So, All right. It so, looks like uh,
2: we lost Rob for good, so... You want me take the community stuff?
0: Uh, well, real quick, he had posted oh, okay. a, a reminder that uh, right now for the Xbox 360 game for gold, oh. Deadlight is free. It's a fantastic yep. game. Both Rob and I played it, bought it, and and really enjoyed it. Um, Bron, did, did you pick this one up ever? Uh, Actually, I got up for Games for Gold. I downloaded
2: it before my uh, gold expired. (laughs) Okay. I did did snag it, yep.
0: I haven't played it yet. We'll we'll try to get Rob back, but go ahead and into the community stuff while we try to get Rob back on the call. Well, we have a wonderful, wonderful
2: Facebook community, so uh, head out to facebook.com and uh, search for This Xbox Life, and you will find us. Um... If you want to send us out an email, it is contact at thisxboxlife.com. Twitter is twitter.com slash thisxboxlife. And uh, we have a voicemail on thisxboxlife.com. It's off to your uh, right, Uh, right hand side when you get to the site. So you'll see it there and uh, send a voicemail. And we can play it in the show. Um, So you had, you want to speak about the community event?
0: Um, I already mentioned it, so we're, we're it. good. Yeah, okay. we're good.
2: Uh, retail releases for uh, this week for the Xbox 360 and Xbox One easy list. As we kind of mentioned earlier, nothing has come out. <laughs> <laughs> so and uh, and uh, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we like to reiterate at the end. Uh, our affiliate with Amazon. So go to thisxboxlife.com/slash uh, Amazon or. Head over to the site. When you click the link, it'll take you, uh, direct you to the correct uh, version of Amazon, I should say, uh, for everybody to spend their money and and help us out.
0: I think All that's right. it. I think that's it. Hi Rob. What's it he brought, Rob can't hear us, I guess. Oh. So I just told him we're saying goodbye. So he can't hear us. There's he's having an issue, but thankfully it was at the end oh. of the show. But well, uh, here
2: I'll uh, message him to wave.
0: Wave goodbye. He said, "Say bye for me." There he goes. There he is. He's waving. (laughs) Uh, This is Rob. uh, So that is PreSAR signing out. Have a good week. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, this is Mark, aka Wingman. Seven oh nine. I'm taking off. See you guys on live. And I'm
2: Run BJ33. Have a good one.